Meet Gary. Gary's about to become an Einstein in an instant. Whoa, Einstein hair. I like it. That's right, Gary, because you're using Salesforce powered by Einstein AI to connect data, predict business trends, generate personalized content, and wow customers. I do feel a lot smarter. Because you're not just Gary anymore. You're Gary, empowered by Einstein AI. Did you hear that, team? I'm an Einstein. Oh, can I get a selfie? The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-size companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. A record fine in a children's privacy case. YouTube will pay a $170 million fine and limit ads on kids' videos in order to settle claims that the company collected children's personal data without their parents' consent, violating children's privacy laws. Joining me is Eric Goldman, director of the High Tech Law Institute and professor at Santa Clara University Law School. So, Eric, this fine is the largest the FTC has leveled against Google, but it pales in comparison to the $5 billion fine the FTC imposed against Facebook this year. And two FTC commissioners thought it wasn't enough. What's your take? My take is that despite the fact that Google and Facebook make so much money, the FTC is really breaking some new ground here. Uh, The size of the fine that the FTC is imposing dwarfs anything that anyone's ever been able to get from Google for privacy violations. So I think that the FTC should be pretty pleased with itself that it's made as much progress as it has. Let's talk about the compliance part of the settlement, which may hamper YouTube's ability to sell ads. What did YouTube agree to do? Well, among other things, they they agreed to basically try to find automatically what channels are directed towards children using algorithms and machine learning to do so. And from my perspective, that's a really unprecedented move. Um, We haven't historically seen internet companies required to prospectively look for material that's directed towards children. So this is a pretty major development, both from a regulatory standpoint as well as from a machine learning and algorithm standpoint. Will it work? Will they be able to find the content? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, And that's a question that we probably ought to have a checkpoint on in a few years and revisit. We know that machine learning is getting pretty good, but really trying to reduce what's going to appeal to children doesn't strike me as the easiest type of thing to train an algorithm to do. And what about the ads that YouTube would be selling in connection with children's programming? Will it still be able to target children and their practices? 
Well, among other things, it's required to flush all the data that it's gathered that the FTC believes is ill-gotten. So that's going to hamper its ability to use the legacy data and is prohibited from continuing to do that in the future. Google and other tech giants, as we've discussed before, have faced these fines over practices also involving children. And Google's under a 2011 agreement with the FTC that it was fined in 2012 for violating. So how much can we trust in this particular agreement? Well, that's an interesting question, because on the one hand, there's good reason to believe that there are other privacy violations Google has committed, and really, there's no there's no limit to where our imagination could take us with the crazy things that Google might be doing. On the other hand, this is an example that between the FTC's fine of Facebook and the fine here of Google, that the FTC is paying attention to these questions, and they are our champions as consumers. So, on the one hand, I'm nervous about all the crazy things that could be taking place. On the other hand, I'm comforted that we know that the FTC is paying attention. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Hi, I'm Ron Kraszewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Face it, your business is unique. It faces challenges and risks that are specific to your industry and to the skills you and your team bring to every challenge. You need experienced insurance professionals. The Hartford accepts the challenge. The Hartford understands that protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can help provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-sized companies like yours to easily manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford faces any challenge to deliver innovative, customizable solutions that your industry and your unique company demand. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Is this an indication of the growing pressure that big tech may face in its practices with minors? 
unquestionably, uh, there's a lot of interest in how internet companies are interacting with minors, and that's a global phenomenon. Everyone is concerned about the impact of technology on minors. I don't think that the FTC is in a unique position that way. I think that they are also interested in it, but they are given this special authority by Congress under the law that the FTC enforced here. And so I think that the FTC feels a responsibility to be proactively looking for ways to protect children online. So I I do see this as part of a larger trend, but I don't think that this particular settlement is anything unusual. This is what the FTC has been asked to do and, and is doing. And what about practices of Facebook and Amazon that have been critiqued? Yeah, I don't have any unique insights about that, but I do think that it is time to ask some of those questions. Are there things that are hurting kids that we need to be protecting? Amazon's in a slightly different position because, in theory, in order to be making acquisitions on Amazon, you need a credit card, which kids ordinarily aren't supposed to have, although increasingly they probably are. But certainly, Facebook has tried in the past to screen out underage users. They, in fact, did a deal a decade ago that was designed to keep the under-13 users from accessing the service. The reality, of course, is that we know that there are underage users on Facebook. And so because of that generalized knowledge, that Facebook has, there's some risks that they're going to have to do more to keep the kids off and keep any remaining kids safe. The big question that I've been thinking about as we've discussed this is, can anything work if the parents aren't involved in policing their children? I don't even know what that means anymore, to be honest (laughs) with you. you Watching what they do on the internet? uh, So I have kids, uh, my children are 17 and 14, so they're really perfect age for me to answer this question. On the one hand, I am nervous about where they're going online if they understand the consequences of that. And unquestionably, with my conversation with them, I've seen some examples where that's not the case. However, I also want them to have some freedom. It's their time to explore and to grow and to make choices, some of which won't be great as part of their learning process. I'm really stuck as a parent about what to do. I know I need to be involved with what they do, but but I can't be too involved. And that's a tough balance to strike. It is. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Eric. That's Eric Goldman. He's director of the High Tech Law Institute and a professor at Santa Clara University Law School. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The Hartford understands protecting your business with the proper insurance can be a challenge. The Hartford team can provide coverage to suit your industry. The Hartford empowers mid- to large-size companies like yours to help manage risk, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. Let the Hartford help protect what's unique about your business. Learn how at thehartford.com. Meet Gary. Gary's about to become an Einstein in an instant. Whoa, Einstein hair. I like it. That's right, Gary, because you're using Salesforce powered by Einstein AI to connect data, predict business trends, generate personalized content, and wow customers. I do feel a lot smarter. Because you're not just Gary anymore. You're Gary, empowered by Einstein AI. Did you hear that, team? I'm an Einstein. Oh, can I get a selfie? The number one AI CRM. Now everyone's an Einstein with Salesforce. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. 
Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.